0: To the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Bosier sitting in for Chris Holman on the road. Well, recording remotely as we all are tended to do so these days. This time around, reaching out to Mark Ostash, a digital wellness expert and author from Clarkston, Michigan. He works with Fortune 500 companies to reconnect in today's workplace. He wrote a book called If You Really Knew Me. secret to creating a culture of connection and belonging. And he's a frequent guest to the Michigan Business Beat. Welcome back, Mark.
1: Hey, Jeff. Good to see you. As always, I appreciate our time together.
0: Tremendous. So tons of stories come across my desk. And one that came on my screen recently was about the U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Murthy, earlier this month, issuing a rare advisory and it declared an epidemic of loneliness and isolation, laying out a framework for a national strategy to advance social connection. And so I thought, where can I go to find out more? And I thought of Mark Ostash.
1: Fill us in. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's social connection is the newest Agenda item, both on the World Health Organization and here with the U.S. Surgeon General, essentially saying that our social well-being is just as important as food and water to our human spirit. And we've learned these things as kind of a byproduct of the last three years during shutdowns and different conditions where we were increasing isolation and loneliness. But in short, I completely agree with Dr. Murthy on his efforts to advocate for how do we introduce social well-being practices into the workforce, into our communities, and into the mindsets of those who are trying to live a healthier lifestyle. While
0: you agree... Are you surprised that he put the advisory out there regarding the epidemic of loneliness and isolation?
1: I'm not surprised. In all truth, if you've been paying attention to kind of the digital invasion, if you will, over the past 15 years, there's been many authors, thought leaders, researchers who have indicated that both just the modern technology world we live in is creating more isolation and loneliness. But more importantly, there's been this, you know, hyper-connected environment that we work with. Think of all the people we're connected with on LinkedIn, right? But then sometimes we might not actually be truly connected with any of them. So as we find ourselves with the perception that we are well-connected, oftentimes many of us, whether we are working full or remotely in the comfort of our sweatpants and our home offices, or whether we are actually you know, in the office and maybe that office space looks different than it did a few years ago we are craving more human connection and more, it's not just friendship, but it's that renewed sense of, hey, how are you? What are you looking forward to? And how can I help? That kind of natural progression when you're able to be together face-to-face, engaging in what I like to call adulting for all those business listeners who have young children at home when you feel like, I need to get out of the house and be around some adults. But I'm not surprised, I'm encouraged, and I too am advocating for global social well-being to be on the forefront of many CEOs and many leaders' minds for years to come.
0: I heard a lot of what I was hoping to get out of my next question, but I'm still gonna ask it. Drill down, what does this mean for the workplace?
1: You know, Delta Airlines, Fortune 100 organization just had a global summit this week And their theme was on connection. So they are just one example of many organizations who are leveraging the momentum of Mental Health Awareness Month here in the month of May. But also saying like, how do we encourage connection with our customers, with our employees, with our new hires, with our veterans, with those that necessarily don't see each other face to face? And it has been kind of the talk of the town, if you will, in the boardrooms and the corporate arenas. I believe that any organization who is at least encouraging more opportunities for their employee base to whether it be through events or through intentional kind of team building that isn't just like the ropes core. Course, but it's actually like, hey, this is a mandatory team engagement where we're expecting you to be here. And this might be the only time this year that we're expecting you. Otherwise we're allowing flexible hours and such. So I think organizations really need to double down on in-person moments that matter. And some research, Jeff, shows that employee morale and engagement goes down every 90 days. So strategically from an HR or C-level side, if you are planning quarterly events where you're gathering in person, whether it be in different satellite locations based on geography and your global footprint, or if it's a local thing and you're just saying, hey, let's get together everybody in the office once a quarter that has proven from a data standpoint to show a boost in employee morale and keep that engagement and social connection in their gas tanks as they advance your goals and objectives down for the next 90 days.
0: That sounds like a great way of finding ways to foster a culture of social connection with helping the employees. So my next question would be, more employees apparently are disengaged, not only in the workplace, but on the home front. Why is that a concern?
1: You know, if I had an answer to this, I'd probably would be on Good Morning America sharing with the masses. But my hunch, my suspicion is that we were meant for relationships and we have become a very transactional society for better or worse. And when we have more transactions in our day, and that transaction could be no different than, you know, checking your phone and flagging emails or seeing your friends who are on vacation and you know you haven't touched your vacation days and you all of a sudden have fear of missing out on what they're doing while you're at home. And many other examples where you're just basically compounding the fact that you're spending more time in your digital life or in a transactional nature than you are in a relational aspect. So I believe that that's leading to disengagement, not only in our workplaces with our jobs, but oftentimes in our family structures, in our neighborly gatherings and all these things that used to be part of kind of the American dream are being jeopardized by our transactional way of doing things.
0: Certainly. I can see observationally from folks I know that the pandemic put them at home, which would be a natural way to be close to that family environment. But those extended hours together, they kind of just backed up to their devices so that they were used to only those incremental times of family engagement and time being away. And the crutch of being away was that they escaped to the digital screen. Correct. Yeah. So it follows from here. I understand you have a program to help foster social connection in the workplace. It's apparently based on the Bell Method as a way to teach basics of social connection.
1: Can you talk about this? Sure. The Bell Method has really been a summation of my work personally the last three years, having worked with over 200 organizations from the likes of Rocket Mortgage to Nike to the banking industry to finance and everything in between. And I've learned that the Bell Method, which stands for belonging, empathy, listening, and love, is a universal language that regardless of where you're coming from in the world, this practice allows you to extend belonging, empathy, listening, and love to your coworkers, your clients, your colleagues, your customers, and all the while you are being reminded of some of these basics that are part of the human interaction. So truthfully, it's not rocket science in its approach, but it is powerful as you teach leaders to practice the Bell Method, even in a virtual environment. So that way you can read body language over the screen. You can empathize or listen better and not multitask when you have multiple Zoom or Teams meetings back to back. And we've had a lot of success teaching organizations and leaders what the Bell Method looks like in their culture. And I'm excited for what the future holds. Tremendous. As we go to
0: wrap up, Is there anything else about this topic or the warning from the Surgeon General or regarding May being Mental Health Awareness Month that you'd like to share with the Michigan business community?
1: I'd just like to go on record by saying the same way that mental health and mental health awareness kind of grew to a global significance over the last 10 years, I believe that social well-being is the next thing. So if you are a leader listening to this and you haven't Considered social well being or social connectivity as part of your well being strategy within the workplace, I would highly suggest you do it because it's going to help with retention. It's going to help with attraction. It's going to help with just engagement and overall employee morale. And I'm really excited for having the chance to bring the Bell Method and other aspects to organizations here in Detroit and Michigan and beyond.
0: Well, Mark, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. Thanks, Jeff. Always appreciate seeing you. Excellent. Once again, Mark Ostash, digital wellness expert and author from Clarkston, Michigan. And we've been discussing the recent issuing from the U.S. Surgeon General of an advisory declaring an epidemic of loneliness and isolation is laid out in the framework of the national strategy to advance social connection. We'll be back with more on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.